And before the next episode of the Yalabad podcast, we have a message from our sponsors because we will be speaking at our first ever live event for Folklory coming soon. And what is this event, Harish? Yeah, it's an event happening next week from 11 to 12 October and it's called Tech for Marketing, which is part of Tech Week Singapore. So basically, we're tech bros, Terrence. Tech bros. Tech bros. Tech bros, tech bros, all bros. The way. tech bros all the way. So this event, Tech Week Singapore, is one of the is probably the biggest tech event in Asia, uh, and we've been invited to speak about the journey of building Folklory over the past year. We're going to have a booth. We're going to do live in-person recordings. And the best thing, Terrence, how much does it cost to attend this event? I don't know. Could it, is, it, is it possibly free? Yes, it is. Wow. Yeah, it's free. I mean, this event is going to be expecting like 25,000 people at MBS. It's free to attend. Okay, and we have a link to sign up um, uh, uh, in the show notes. Uh, you can come by, you can check out. There'll be, I mean, like so many tech companies there, Google, Amazon, um, us, uh, and like a bunch of others. It's like two whole floors. It's free to attend. Uh, and yeah, we're going to be speaking on 11th October. We're going to have a booth. So come by and say hi. And if you want to find out more, all the details are in the show notes. Use the link and hopefully we'll see you all there. And now, on to the episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. 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 How has life changed since the last time we recorded a podcast? Um, Let's see. Shanti Pereira won the... uh, the gold medal in the Asian gold Games. Gold medal, yeah, man. I think that's a highlight, like, right? Like, yeah. it's, it's, after this, like, nothing else compares already, like, everything else in Asian Games. You, are you still doing your live streaming on the Asian Games in your no, house? No, man, I try to watch highlights, uh, but, uh, live, the, you mean just leaving the TV on, like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, you mean, that's, like, TV is what people call live streaming, uh. dude, it's just TV, like. like. yeah, nowadays. Yeah, but, yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able to, man. Uh, is it, can't be, can't be bothered, like, right? Hey, you can't be bothered. The past few days, we've also been in and out of office. Oh. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say can't be bothered. Lah. I mean, the reality is that, yeah, lah, I think everyone, there was this build up towards Shanti Pereira's race. Yeah. And now that we've we've sort of crossed that hump, lah, right? Mm. Uh, all the politicians have come out with their congratulations, congratulatory uh, emails uh, and everything. Even ourselves also. Uh, I think I posted the um, selfie we took with Shanti Pereira <laughs> and they say, congrats, you know. No, but that's what, yeah. that's what KFC Kier, said, what? it shouldn't just be about the selfies of Shanti mm. or, or with Shanti. Selfies of Shanti, yeah. Uh, it should be all athletes. Yeah. Right. Mm. Yeah. So we, which, is, which is true also. Like, um, I mean, the, the nice thing is after she won, it just feels, yeah, it just felt like, like everybody was sharing, but hopefully that can translate. more. Because we had another silver medalist, I think the, the rower. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, and yeah, like the Asian Games is still going on. Yeah. So right. do your best to support, lah, I would say. Right. Yeah. Lah. Yeah. Oh, there, there are a lot of interesting, yeah, interesting sports. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of interesting sports that I never knew existed. You, you were telling me about one over lunch yesterday. Yeah. Maybe that's my one shook thing. Okay. Okay. I see. Cool. Cool. But yeah. Before we jump to all that, lah, right. Yeah. Um, what's the one thing that we always want to tell people? Uh, that if you're listening or watching to this, watching this podcast uh, on YouTube, it would help us a lot if you just click the follow, click the subscribe button wherever you are. If you're on Spotify, leave us a rating. If you're on Apple, I think you can still leave a rating. Mm. Uh, and 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 yeah, it just it just helps the community grow. It helps our content reach you on your feeds and algorithms. Yes. Uh, and what else, Terrence? Uh, if you want to work with us, email us at contact@ministryoffunny.com. Yeah. I think some people on our subreddit uh, are saying yeah. they're trying to find our emails, but we say it and on the. Every episode of podcast. Yeah, I think the person on Reddit, yeah. they missed out like a like a little why, like Ministry uh-huh. of Funny or something. I see, I see. So, okay, so okay. they got the contact details of another ministry. Uh-huh, got yeah, it. so it's Ministry of Funny. Yeah. Uh, it's a bit of a mouthful as the domain name, but yeah, contact at ministryoffunny.com. Hit us up and we will always respond. Yeah, don't don't email the wrong government agency. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because correct, you're correct. looking for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But yes, um, big topics. Parliament again. Yeah. Set. So I mean, it's always something. Right? Parliament is sitting like they said mid of September, then mm. early October. I guess early September was for some. They couldn't because of the presidential swearing uh, yeah, or some yeah, swearing yeah. in or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. So it's been a long time since we we went back to Parliament. Yeah. Uh, they sat on the third and fourth, which was Tuesday, Wednesday this week, mm-hmm. and some interesting things lah. Some interesting things came out. 
Yeah, but I mean, I guess even in the live stream, you can see that um, the parliament seats are not all full as well, right? Mm. Much, much less occupied than like during the Gangbuster July and August sessions. Like, yeah, right? yeah, Gangbuster July. Now it's like the off-season already, like mm. off-season. Off-season, yeah. But I mean, the first topic we're talking about is related to something that we touched on a bit on our previous podcast, mm. uh, which is uh, all building or, or, or discussing the study that was released early September, mm. uh, which was the minimum income standards, yeah. uh, the MIS report, yeah. uh, which was co-authored by uh, someone from NUS, uh, NUS Lee Kuan Yew School of Public Policy, and a professor uh, who is a chair in sociology at NTU. Kyo Yu Yen, she authored, um, this is what inequality looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so when that report came out, uh, there were three ministries that put out a statement together kind of like criticizing it yeah. or throwing rebutting, shade at yeah. it, yeah, rebutting it. Uh, and it was actually debated in parliament mm. uh, on yeah. the third, I believe. Yeah. Um, wait, let's see. Was it, was it, was it the third? Uh, fourth. It was 4th October. Mm. And essentially, the one clip that he's making his rounds is this uh, debate between uh, Eric Chua, who is the Senior Parliamentary Secretary for Social and Family Development, and uh, Associate Professor Jameis Lim, who is a mm. Workers' Party M- MP. Yeah. Um, because there was a there was a PQ, is it a PQ? Parliamentary question. Yeah, PQ. Yeah. So there was a PQ filed by uh, Mr. Ang Weining mm. uh, to ask the Minister for Social and Family Development, in view of the findings of the MIS report, mm whether the ministry will consider adjusting the financial assistance rendered to low-income families and whether they will conduct their own study to kind of like, um, uh, like beyond what is publicly available. Uh. Mm. So basically, will they change their own policies and will they come up with their own study? Mm. To counter, uh, I mean, the, yeah. the study because if they found that the results were not, uh, you know, uh, accurate or not satisfactory to what they they perceive as uh, accurate, uh, yeah. then they should maybe fund their own study. Uh, yeah, correct, asking, correct, correct. Right? So, uh, Eric Chua uh, stepped up and basically, like, kind of rebutted a few things. Like. But before I dive into that, yeah. uh, what made you want to talk about this? Uh? Uh, I think it's those few things that they were rebutting. Uh. Uh. And they, they they really zeroed in on uh, a few items that, and they debated about whether these items are needs or wants, uh, right? Because mm, mm, mm. I think that's the crux of the debate here, right? Like, um, how do you define what's a need and a want? To, to live with dignity in Singapore, right? Yeah, correct, correct. correct. And that's what the, a lot of the debate came up. Uh, that's what this debate was about. And very specific items were singled out for discussion, right? Yeah, because basically, just uh, one of the things that the government criticized about the report was that uh, the definition of what is determined basic needs, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just limited to food, housing, uh, and um, just the very basic stuff. Like. Yeah. They said the report also kind of hinted at certain things that uh, are more aspirational, like, mm-hmm. like perfume and overseas holidays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that was the crux of the debate. Like. Basically, Eric Chua was, was kind of saying that Comcare, which is the government initiative to, to support low-income families, mm. um, they really focused on what is the basic needs. Uh. Yeah. Whereas this one, it is just more aspirational. Uh. Yeah. 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 And specifically, perfume and overseas holidays. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, I mean, like, uh, I mean, he did go into why the, the report maybe wasn't the best. He mm. said it was 300 respondents. He said uh, most of the respondents were not from low-income groups. So, group mm, dynamic mm, kicks mm. in. It covered aspirational stuff. Yeah. Uh, it, it said that low-income families receive as much support as middle-income, which he said is not true. Mm. They receive more um, and that they regularly review their, their thing. Like. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and then Jameis came in yeah. and explained why perfume perfume is important in Singapore yeah, for dignity and all. That, yeah, right? why, why, why? Uh, I we can go into the the debate about the uh, perfume, uh, right? But uh, I think one important thing there is to point out that, uh, yeah, they were attacking at least the Eric Eric Chua. Right? Uh, Eric Chua. He was saying that the methodology of the survey and all is isn't great, lah, because you know the representation of of uh, demographics and all that in there were not very good and group dynamics, blah, 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 mm. which are all part of, you know, I mean, no survey is perfect, like, right? You know, yeah. there's always, there will always be some kind of bias in place. Like. But if you really read through the methodology of how they did this report, uh, both in 2021 and in 2020, uh, I mean, and this this round, like, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what really stuck out to me is that they, they did 
consider a lot of these things lah in in uh, in how they did their survey and all. And uh, I think the important thing that I, I really took from it is that um, it really the idea of doing it in a group really boils down to also like trying to make trying to represent everyone lah, you know. And not making it about what you yourself value, like, like you know, if you're you're very big on fishing, obviously a fishing rod is essential to you. Like, yeah, right? yeah. But it doesn't mean that every like every household needs a fishing rod to to get by, like, right? Mm. So I mean, there are pros and cons to like doing it in a group. You know, the group dynamics things does affect everyone. The the representation thing does affect uh, the skew, the results slightly. But there's also that element that we're all doing it together. Like. Mm. Like, it's like uh, let's all sit down and just. Really talk through uh, what matters to us. Like, so it was a group of like people from different demographics. Like. They did focus groups of like, uh-huh. I think like eight people and they uh-huh. go and then they did it such that you know every group you would have one or two people who are from living in private property and one or two living in uh, rental flats, for example. So there's a bit of a not to say it's an even distribution, but at least it's a bit more representative of what the population is. Lah. That means it's not like all lower income people. Mm. You know what I mean? Or mm. it's not all rich people. Mm. It's a it's a mixture to represent what, uh, close more closely represent what society is. And obviously, it can't 100% represent what society is because it's only eight people, lah, right? You yeah. Know? It's one or two. It makes a big difference in the percentage. But I think that the point there is that they, uh, there, there are, although this is a, a study and it's statistics and everything, they are really trying to make it like um really a discussion. Lah. It stems from a place of a, of like humans talking to humans about what is important to you. Mm. And uh, even in the methodology, they, uh, even that commentary that they, <clears throat> they did about the methodology, they gave very specific examples beyond uh, what you hear here about perfume or that, about things like why for young people, bubble tea is more than just, uh, you know, uh, su- eating sugar, lah, right? Mm. Bubble tea is also a social experience. It's about going with your friends to the bubble tea shop, buying bubble is tea, it? Yeah, uh-huh. talking about your day, things like that. So, so I think they, they gave a lot of illustrative examples about why these things, although they sound completely frivolous, they mean nothing to you and me. Like, we don't drink bubble tea at all. So why would anyone need bubble tea? Mm. But when you talk to a group of people between 19 to 64 years old, yeah, there's, there's you know, a large chunk of them say, hey, you know, this communal spaces for us are important whether it's bubble tea or kopi and all these things mm. and would you go out and say oh bubble, bubble tea is not essential like, you know but mm. for, for these people who are in the survey group they were saying things like that like. and they also gave very specific examples about um, why tuition tuition for children yeah. is not a want it's a need like, you know uh-huh. and you know it's about things like uh, do you want your kid to grow up always feeling like he's behind that he doesn't have he or she doesn't have the same opportunities that other people have or, you know, why why do you have to pay for enrichment classes for your child? There are ECAs in school and all this. Like, do you, and then they also ask, the parents also ask, do you know what it takes to enter a C- ECA in school these days? Mm. So, very interesting. Lah. I think uh, even maybe even more interesting the survey itself is like how they actually uh, talk to these people in these focus groups. Huh? Oh. Uh, yeah. but, then, but then it becomes a thing, right? Because, okay, like if you listen to Eric Chua, he was saying that, okay, he talks about Comcare. Yeah. And I mean, it it's good that there is help for low income families, mm, mm, but then how how then would you draw the line? Because at some point there needs to be a a a, a, a dollar amount that is that is deemed like okay this is below the threshold we need to help yeah uh and then what do we help them with Because mm, mm, mm. if you ask me if I put on my idealistic hat yeah of course of course we should care about what people want to aspire to because mm, as a society mm. you know. We don't want people to just be getting by. Yeah. Especially when Singapore is so wealthy in so many ways. Yeah. You see wealth everywhere. You also don't want a certain demographic to feel, okay, guys, you guys have your basic stuff, huh? so you yeah. all shut up. Yeah. But on the flip side, then like, how you, how you draw the line, Terrence? Mm, the classic. How do you draw how the you line? How you draw the argument? line, Terrence? I mean, you draw the line by doing surveys, huh? uh, by talking to people, 300 uh, people in focus groups. Yeah. And this is um, the interesting thing. This methodology of this survey is not. It wasn't by these researchers. You know, they didn't create it themselves. Mm. They were emulating. I don't know what's the term called in academics, but they were recreating this survey that has been conducted in a lot of other countries, like mm. Japan, Mexico, a uh, bunch of others. That I, I can't remember, but mm. it has been conducted internationally, lah, where they talk to groups of people uh, in focus, very intense focus groups, and really come to an understanding of what they people see as a minimum minimum income standard. Mm. And from there, then they they start to do the calculations of what it would cost. Like, and they go down to details like, 
okay, if you if you all say that uh, clothing is important, accessibility to clothing is important. So it's much more desirable that you be able to buy something from Uniqlo than like from some other brand, right? Mm. Because Uniqlo is everywhere. And then they go to Uniqlo and then they find um, a piece of clothing and then they just, they see how much they, that, that piece of clothing costs. La. So I, I think it's it's actually, this is how you draw the line, no? if you want to draw a line, is you have to conduct these this surveys. You have to see how they are conducted internationally, recreate them here, and then and then come to some kind of agreement about, okay, this is, uh, I think, based on how this survey has been conducted overseas and how the methodology we've done in Singapore, I think this is the best assessment of what, the, where the line is, lor. Mm. Uh, yeah. mm. But but Terrence, you don't bring your foreign oil surveys to come to Singapore and do here, lah. Okay, here mm. very different. Okay, Terrence. Uh, uh, so yeah, we yeah. don't we don't benchmark ourselves to international cannot, 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 cannot. <laughs> For certain things, for certain, for certain things, things, for yeah, certain yeah, yeah. things you cannot, you cannot, because like I, I think it's it's a very easy thing to say that oh you know like okay the basic needs are met. But first of all, maybe it's because okay I can actually see where Eric Chua is coming from. At certain point, mm. you need to base it on some sort of info. Mm. But at the same time, just the way the debate went about and the way he... It's a common thing. Like, you know, you poke holes in the methodology of the survey yeah. as opposed to kind of thinking about what the survey is implying, uh, especially given that it has to do with cost of living. Mm, mm. Because, like, um, I remember way back when I was younger also, like, uh, uh, and wanting to save the world, you know, I did, like, work for water projects in, like, uh, developing countries. Flexing, and all, right? flexing, no. uh, I mean, yeah, Greta, uh, I haven't, I, I haven't days, put my, my, uh, my Greta Thunberg <laughs> days. And the thing about the toilet, I think that was when I heard about Jack Sim, you know, yeah. the, the Singapore World Toilet yeah. Association, World yeah. Toilet Organization, yeah. right? And a big part of that, and also other sanitation measures, was that access to a clean toilet, right? Yeah. Yeah. It actually has a lot to do with dignity and dignity is super important to uplift people out of poverty. Yeah. And there have been so many studies that have been done. Yeah. There's one thing about the cleanliness and the hygiene, but just access to a clean toilet, it does a lot. Mm -hmm. And that was, I remember thinking back then, I was like, oh shit, uh, okay, that's an interesting way of looking at it. Yeah. And even if you Google like uh, clean toilets, dignity, you get a bunch of reports and stuff. like. And I think then it becomes one of those things like, like uh, if if you have issues with this survey, I mean, okay, there are things that you can glean from it. But then, I like what the Mr. Ang said, like, you know, is there going to be plans to do your own report? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, right. Correct, yeah. Because there's a lot of data that is not accessible to Singapore. Mm, and Eric mm. Chua was kind of pushing back saying that, I think they were talking about like, um, one thing about the cost uh, of $1,600 plus per person mm. in a household is very similar to what MSF has determined to be the expenditure for one. Yeah. So that whole discrepancy, because I think the report was saying that the help is given only to like the the the, the lowest thirty percent, whereas MSF says oh you know it's fifty percent and below. So yeah. there's all these debates that are happening like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it feels like I don't know. Like right now the. I think it was annoying to see this report come out and then three ministries come together put a statement out. Mm, mm, and all the the thing is shitting on the methodology. Mm, but then, yeah. then there's nothing else to counter that. Yeah. And that's why maybe it's a bit sore to accept. Yeah. And, and maybe that's why I, I was trying to immediately point out that, that you know, if you read the commentary on how they do the the survey, mm. uh, yeah, things come to light like, that this survey has been done in many countries before. So it's, you know, it's it's been it can be replicable, right? And, yeah. And uh, how they've done it is they haven't taken like, you know, a, a, it has to be accurately to represent like the what exactly is a you need for survival versus what you need for living. Mm. It is a dialogue, right? To talk to people and it can be revised every every few years. Yeah. And uh, that's why it was, it was quite interesting. I think in the, this debate, they talked about why, for example, mobile phones, uh, mobile phone subscription has become part of the Comcare assistant, yeah, yeah. assistance. And it, that shows you that, you know, that line that we talked about can move. Like, it can yeah. move the times. Like 20 years ago, you tell people, mobile phone, very important. They'll be like, come on, that's like a businessman luxury with those giant bricks that mm -hmm. people carry in their cars and all that. But now it's like, you don't have a mobile phone. You can't even, some, you can't even like, you know, take public transport sometimes or even top up your cash card and things like that already. Right? Yeah, yeah. You need it for basic survival in Singapore already. Like, like your, your what, what's the... Um, what's the government service use? The SingPass and all ah, that. Right? Yeah, you yeah. need that, right? Yeah. So you need a mobile phone. And yeah, so we've, we've seen that line can shift like, in terms of what it means to survive. Like. Mm. Um, but I guess the yeah, like, the big debate is uh, 
do you need perfume to survive? <laughs> I think perfume also, why they use that word? They should use deodorant. Oh, deodorant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because perfume, like, uh, do you use perfume? No. Yeah, but you yeah. use deodorant. Deodorant, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I also yeah. don't use perfume. I use deodorant. Yeah. So perfume, just the word of it, like, and this one, I guess it was part of the report also. It was, it was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. perfume, it does feel like a luxury. Yeah, and they use jewellery also. Yeah, like jewellery also. But actually, jewellery represents like hair clips and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean, having had long hair before, you do need hair clips, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? Hey, Terrence, nice to have, like, okay? You can get by without hair clips, like, okay? Very hard, very hard. Use paper that- clip or something, ah. Uh. Yeah, la, then you suffer because rust. the rust and then you <laughs> scratch yourself, then you go to hospital, you pay more, right? Uh, because, okay, the perfume thing, what James Lim uh, rebutted with was that in a hot climate like Singapore, uh, especially when you're going for job interviews, you want to smell presentable. Mm. Uh, but I guess the perfume thing is a bit of a yeah. thing. Like, it's deodorant. Just yeah. say deodorant. Yeah. yeah. Why not deodorant? Because, I think everybody has been in a situation where either you yourself or you were in close proximity with someone who has like um, BO, yeah, right? Yeah. And especially in Singapore where you're sweating all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough. Like, and we have even had people like trolls on the internet complain about certain individuals not like, especially like, you know, the, the like uh, workers who are outdoors a lot mm. saying, oh, their smells, they shouldn't be in, 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 allowed into the public toilets yeah, and yeah, malls yeah, yeah. and all. Yeah. So it is a thing that has mm. been discussed before. So I think it's less about taking like, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a nice word, but perfume, perfume is a bit of a tough sell of a word. La. Yeah, maybe it's just the word because when you hear perfume is associated with Sauvage and yeah, like, you know, right. all these models like you spray, it. you know, into the air, <laughs> and you walk into it, and you throw around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then, but like, also part of the debate was when, uh, I mean, Eric Chua. Uh, so you know, uh, this happens a lot in in Parliament. You know, when when they ask a question, I think Jamer said something. Oh, you know what you mentioned yesterday? Yeah. Uh, blah blah. Then Eric Chua takes like, you know, I thank the the member for help making me, you know. Remember what I said yesterday. Mm. It's such a it's a passive aggressive statement, Yeah, it is. right. It's yeah. full of that. But he said that you know he, he knows this uh, is not going to be statistical, statistically relevant. But he had two phone calls, anecdotes. Huh? Yeah, anecdotes yeah. with someone in the morning of the day. Yeah, uh, basically two uh, uh, residents who live in rental income flats, mm. and he said he asked them like uh, you know jewelry, uh, perfumes, overseas travel. What what do you think of this lah? Mm. And he said they both responded without coordinating, you know, Terence, mm. without independently that, boss, these are nice to have lah. Mm. And then he proceeded to say, okay, how would you like this to, to how would you like to be able to afford or spend these things? Like, do you think it's government assistance? Do you think it's saving? Do you think it's working? And he said, boss, get a job lah, work mm. hard, and then mm. buy. Yeah. Uh, and then he used that as an as an argument lah. Mm. Yeah. Which I listen to it. I mean, here you are criticizing a survey of being like uh, only 300 respondents, yeah. not being reflective. Yeah. And you can say it's not statistically significant, but that's like saying, hey, Terrence, uh, I'm not racist, uh, yeah. but <laughs> I don't like Chinese people. Yeah. Anecdotal evidence uh, is just yeah. like anybody can can come out with anecdotal evidence very easy. Yeah. yeah the hard work is in getting like the numbers, uh, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Uh, like, mm. I don't know, you watch that, you're like, Ugh. Yeah, and and I mean there was a lot of stuff being discussed in Parliament about cost of living and money mm. and and shit like that, like. Yeah, but but that's it. Do you think uh, holidays should be part of this um, uh, minimum income standard? Because I mean the the researchers themselves have acknowledged that it's a very contentious issue, like, Holidays specifically, mm. but whether they should be included in there. Holidays, but they say holidays and like you know a three day drive to you know Penang. I mean, uh, I mean uh, driving to Penang or something. Also like overseas like, travel, overseas, overseas travel. Not just holidays, but overseas travel. Yeah, and not necessarily like to far away places, but really like even next door to Malaysia and things like that, Um, how much of that do you think uh is important for Singaporeans to have to live with dignity, la? So that means the framing of the report is living with dignity. No, I I, th- I think it's um, living beyond just the, the survival, you know, mm. to live in Singapore and everything, and to be part of society, to have stuff to say when people say, hey, where are you traveling or something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, so I guess maybe then is the, is the framing. If the mm. report clearly says it's like, you know, stuff for people to live beyond just basic needs, mm-hmm. then I think it's critical. Mm. But if it's like policy work with support, then then I get a bit like, hmm. Mm. I don't know. Should it be? Should it be part of it? I don't know. But who knows? You go out one weekend in Singapore, it might be more expensive than going to JB. Yeah, 
Yeah, right. Exactly. So it's even cost effective to go to JB. I was going to say that. Like, that sometimes <laughs> when I get out of Singapore, yeah. I feel like at some point, I feel like my bank account bank account has a break. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. taking a holiday <laughs> where it's not bleeding so much. Still bleed, right? You you bleed once for the travel, but after that, the the bleed is a little more incremental, incremental bit by bit. Yeah. So almost every time I go out and almost every you know restaurant or whatever you walk in and walk out, you're like, what? That plate of fries cost me fifteen dollars. Yeah, uh, literally yeah. yesterday, uh, plate of fries cost me fifteen dollars. Then plus another five dollars for a tea, and then you add in tax and like twenty five dollars just for for basically one plate of fries and a, a drinker. So, so yeah. maybe part of the Comcare assistance should be a mandatory mm. one weekend spend in JB a month. <laughs> It'll <laughs> help you save money. <laughs> to help you, yeah, you know, <laughs> think about how to save money even yeah. while you're traveling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. There, there is something to it, lah. You know, where where going on holiday like just gets your mind out of this like, wow, I'm like bleeding money every everywhere I go in Singapore, I'm bleeding money. Yeah. And right. sometimes when you travel, you also appreciate Singapore more. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. When you go to a place where, okay, at night, maybe it might not be the safest or like the roads got a lot of potholes. You come out in Singapore, you're like, oh, this is pretty dope. Like, pretty yeah. dope. And I right. would also argue, I would also argue that today's economy, your kids need to be, you know, exposed to the world a lot more, like, mm. right? Mm. And not just through their phones or what. They have to be out there seeing the world, understanding how it works and seeing opportunities of business. We always tell businesses, you got to go out there, right? You got to yeah. go out there and just... Beyond make, Singapore. Yeah, beyond Singapore. Yeah. You can't just think of... But then when, like, when you're young, like, oh, you just stay in Singapore, don't go yeah, anywhere, yeah. Like, because that's not... <laughs> correct, that's not correct. Okay, I mean, that's not what they're saying, right? Yeah. But I, I guess the, the, the what we're trying to argue here is that, um, yeah, maybe, maybe travel a bit like the mobile, having a mobile phone line, right? Being able to get out of the confines of Singapore and see the bigger world, the bigger market, the bigger everything mm. that you can aspire towards will maybe help us produce more, you know, Shanti Pereiras and, and all that than, mm. you know, like people who just think about how to survive in, in mm. high-cost Singapore, like, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I, I, I actually, you know, as, uh, maybe you can call me privileged or what, like, but I actually do feel like uh, the, the researchers are actually correct to put this Put that in, like, you know. Mm. They're having at least some flexibility to to get out of Singapore once in a while is important, uh. mm. uh. And I guess maybe it's it's the 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 message or the goal that we want to aspire to, like, like we yeah. all know that Singapore inequality is fucking crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. It's getting wider. You talk about wealth. You talk about social. You talk social mobility. You talk about econ- like uh, like everything, like yeah. inequality. So if if the message is that, okay, let's try and reduce inequality in mm. every way. Yeah. Maybe it's not just wealth. Maybe it's just access to certain things. It's a good message. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think reports like this are super important. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I hope it's done every two years. Because yeah. even between 2021 and 2023, there were like 5% increases uh, for the expenditure. And I think it's good to have this so that the ministries, even if they're not doing their own report, they're answerable. Yeah, yeah. Right, because that's what we... Like, you know, it's, it's the same thing we always default to, right? Oh, you know, we, this is the minimum that's better than other minimums in other countries. Yeah, yeah. But then if Singapore is really as inclusive as we want it to be, then we should aspire to like, okay, let's reduce inequality in every way. La. Yeah, yeah. Correct, right. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you grow, you don't want this segment of the population just lagging behind in every way. They, they can survive. They got shelter. They got access to food. They got the budget meals at the hawker center. But there's also the social side of things, right? Mm, I think yeah. it's been proven multiple times in history, you know, whenever there's so much inequality, there will be civil shit that happens. Lah. Yeah, yeah. Right. It kind of reminds me of like, like um, just in recent times, I, I went to a, a pretty pricey Japanese restaurant lah, right, uh. for for anniversary uh. dinner and everything. And I was, uh, uh, just happened to make, make conversation with uh, someone who was eating there alone or so, lah, right? Uh. And I think like, um, we we she was asking me and my wife about like what our favorite restaurants are and all that. Then I, I think I was like, seated a bit further away, and then like you know my my wife was talking to her about like their favorite Japanese restaurants and all. Then just thinking, mm, yeah like, mine is either like sushi roll or Genki sushi. <laughs> what are these places? Or the, chai, <laughs> the yeah the the favorite food would be like chaipeng yeah, office. Chaipeng, or you know they they're kind of like um. Uh, and a lot of street food, right? I like I like all that Malaysian street food and things like that, right? Mm. 
and my wife was like, oh, come on, you can't, you, you can't, you can't mention this to a person. <laughs> She's talking about like Michelin star restaurants and everything and then like, we can't possibly be saying Saizaria is our favourite Japanese restaurant. Yo, Saizaria <laughs> is fucking dope, man. But yeah, yeah, yeah so, I mean, not, I'm not, uh, I'm not shitting on anyone for, for enjoying that good food or that, but, but it really made me feel like, oh, I really don't have anything to say to this person when they, this person is asking me about what my favourite you know, Michelin star restaurant is like, because yeah. like, I only maybe have been to a handful and I only know that, that many, but, but genuinely, I really prefer, you know, the, 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 the food that we eat on a day-to-day basis, like, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, of course, the restaurant experience is great, but a lot of times it's like, uh, you know, I, I that's not something I do regularly also. Like. Yeah. But it just makes it, uh, there is this gap, like, in terms of being able to communicate and relate to, to people more mm. when there's this gap like that, no? And I think the current climate of like news, la, where everything, today is like what, a C- COE reached a new high. Yeah, yeah. Then some Maisonet, uh, HGB Maisonet sold for the highest price. Yeah. So maybe if this debate over like the minimum requirement was totally isolated in a time where, okay, everybody wasn't, wasn't feeling that squeeze, yeah. it might be more palatable. Mm, mm, mm. Whereas now it's like, wow. So then it's back to optics, uh, Tan Kin Lian's mm. favourite word, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tan Kin Lian or Gok Song? But in case uh, y'all, uh, anybody who's like very angry on behalf of the researchers or that, I think the researchers are quite happy yeah. with uh, with the publicity they've got based on the website. The you know what yeah. they've talked about, how much news what coverage is enough they have. Or something, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So they they sound quite pleased that they've provoked some kind of reaction, you know, from from all quarters, like whether it's the media or parliament or yeah. or uh, ministries themselves. So I think that's an important starting point. That it kicks off a big debate like we're having here, right? Yeah, about exactly. What's acceptable. Yeah, that that that's the point of reports, right? Mm. That that should make sense. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, yeah. we 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 are trying to get one of the researchers on our podcast. I hope so. Yeah. So hopefully yeah. that happens. Yeah. Uh, if if you are one of them and listening to this, fuck yeah, let's chat. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But cool, man. But yeah, You know, it's um, just something to think about, lah. Given the. The very, very, very explosive, uh, pivotal uh, year that this year is mm. and what it represents. It is uh, because it is our founding father, Lee Kuan Yew's 100th birth mm. anniversary. Uh, you know, I got to think how to say that. Birth, yeah, it's not something that you say very often. 100th birth anniversary, right? Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of big things going on around. Uh, uh, there are a lot of big celebrations going on around this date, right? Mm. Uh, but there's been a little bit of like debate but one aspect of it that has like maybe rubbed some people the wrong way. Mm. was that? Yeah. And I'm glad we spoke this topic given that the first topic was a bit serious. Uh. Yes, yes. Because I think this topic <laughs> is fucking stupid. <laughs> la. I mean, stupid in a good in way a good to way, talk yeah. about, yeah, yeah, yeah. but objectively just ridiculous. La. Yep. So basically, there was also a discussion in Parliament on 3rd October uh, where a PQ was filed, parliamentary question, yeah. by Miss Po Lee San mm. to ask the Minister for Culture, Community and Youth whether the use of Mr. Lee Kuan Yew's image yeah. on uh, the Yo's commemorative packet drinks yeah. con- uh, like just goes against the guidelines set out on the use of his his name and, and image. image. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like whether or not that's that's kosher. La. So then Alvin Tan, Senior Minister, uh, Minister of State. Um, who's been on the podcast. Who's before. been on the podcast. Shout out. Um, he said that um, it is in line with guidelines. Yeah. And done very respectfully. Yes. Uh, and that there's no issue. La. And MCCY has, uh, they ha- they've been in conversation with Yo's about this. Yeah, and yeah. How to make sure that it's done well. Yeah. So basically the context is if you, I mean, I'm sure everyone would have heard about some drink featuring Lee Kuan Yew's face done in a way that doesn't even potentially look accurately like Lee Kuan Yew. Mm. Um, and it's Yo's, la, right? And they were going to, they, they made 500,000 chrysanthemum tea packets yeah. uh, with Lee Kuan Yew's portrait. Mm. Uh, not for commercial sale. Yep, yep, yep. It's just to be given out, lah. Yeah. Uh, given out to to kind of show how the role that Lee Kuan Yew played in turning Singapore into a garden city. That's why it's mm. green. Mm-hmm. That's why it's green. Yeah. So, 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 uh, just just off the top of your head, Terence, what do you think about this whole thing? The debate, the idea of putting yeah. Lee Kuan Yew on a drink packet. Uh, before shout out to you know yours, I I was a recipient of one of those packets. Oh, how come? When I needed, because well, I attended, um, I went to the gardens by the bay for during the mid autumn festival, because uh, I think it's the first time since my my kids born that you know these these things are back because of COVID yeah, and all yeah, that, right? Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was very nice. Like it was a very fun event, but it was also one of the whole fucking hottest like evenings like that I chose to go lah. 
Mm. And uh, you go wear perfume or not? No, I never wear. I just sweat, sweat just it out. Sweat, just, just sweat I mean, out. everyone was just sweating it out. Uh, uh, but yeah, they were just giving out those packets around. Uh, and at first, I was like, oh, what's this? Like Then I saw Lee Kuan Yew's face. And they're like, oh yeah, it's free, it's free. You know? Oh, and I was like, okay, that's nice. You know? Lee Kuan Yew still giving even beyond, uh, even from the grave and everything. Uh, so yeah, shout out to to those people handing out the free drinks. And so all. when you were drinking it, what was running through your mind, Katie? I was just trying to quench uh, my thirst. La. It was uh, like... It was hell, but uh, yeah, and then after that, I mean, I I was quite tickled by the fact that Lee Kuan Yew's face was on the packet drink, uh. but it brought me a lot of respite during that that very hot day as well. Was it cold? Uh, no, it wasn't cold, but still, you know, I mean, whatever it is, it was tea, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, it's a nice, it's a nice, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, thirst quencher, uh. right? Yeah. So I mean, not a bad thing, Not a bad thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have no issue with yours doing that. Issue with yours doing that. Uh. Also, you're asking me about the larger picture about having plastering. Uh. Wait, wait. There's different things. Uh. There's celebrating Lee Kuan Yew's 100th birth anniversary. Uh. There is using Lee Kuan Yew's image and likeness in on commercial products, uh, right? Mm. Uh, those are, I think, the, those can be debated separately. Uh. Yeah, like, like what What are your thoughts on both those things? I think the 100th birth anniversary, I think that one, it's... It's okay lah. I got okay. no issues with it. Okay, okay. I think it's damn stupid to to like for yours to do that lah. And okay. it's stupid not on their part. It's damn smart on their mm, part. Because stupid. I mean, it's stupid that that it was allowed lah. Stup- oh, so stupid that the the government allowed yeah. something like that. Yeah, because Why? if you look at the MCCY guidelines for mm-hmm. national identity and symbols, there's the coat of arms, flag, and anthem. There's the pledge, the lion head symbol, national flower, usage guidelines of national symbols. And literally, a, a one category, name and image of founding Prime Minister Lee Kuan Yew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they said, okay, has drawn up the guidelines on appropriate use. The name or image or likeness of the late Mr. Lee Kuan Yew could be used for purposes of identifying with the nation, including on works of art or publications or items for charitable purposes. Mm. Should be accorded dignity and respect should not be used by individuals or private organizations for commercial or publicity process a mm. purpose, mm. nor to suggest any kind of official endorsement of product or services and should be in accordance with all laws with including intellectual property law. Mm. So, um, basically, yeah, like, uh, the fact that, okay, not for commercial use, yours is not selling it. You're not selling it. But yeah. it's definitely for PR, right? Yes, it is. So yes. that's where I feel like, how how the hell is this possible? Like so, that's why I'm I'm confused, la. Like, uh, okay. I I agree it can be done respectfully, uh-huh. but I feel this is clearly a PR move, la. But on the flip side, yeah, to me having this on the drinks packet that is free for people, yeah, it's a million times better than when you drive down the AYE, you will see a giant LKY hundred poster there by one of the big property developers. Mm. What does that poster do for you? What does it do for you in your day to day life? Versus a packet drink when it's very, very on a very hot day, right? Which one you tell? Okay, one of them, one of them maybe is um, closer to commercial, uh, a commercial use and all that, right? Mm. The product and everything. But one, one of them also has much more practical use for the day-to-day person, the the layman on the street, compared to a poster on the AYE Correct. driving past. I totally agree that a yeah. packet of drink has more use. But then why put liquid use face there? Yours can do the exact same thing mm. without Lee Kuan Yew's face. Then so you just could, your, your issues with the face, la, his face being there. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, I think, okay, you want to remember the founding father, uh, founding prime minister and all, mm. that's fine. But for a company to do that, it yeah. is, to me, it's clearly a PR thing. Like, correct, correct, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm saying, I can imagine them saying, oh, we're just to produce 500,000 drinks and give people for free. Yeah. No, I cannot. But by putting Lee Kuan Yew's face on it, mm we are showing that we want to commemorate Singapore. No, it's a PR thing. Well, um, but maybe, I mean, the face, I mean, if you're going to talk about LKY 100, is the person, all right? His uh, face is the face, his face, all right? Yeah. Uh, and if it's already been allowed, that, if, if we already established, the, like just now what we're saying, the two parts, like LKY 100 is a thing, right? You can't uh, get away from it. And you're going to let people use it. I'm okay with people using the face. I don't see a big deal of it. Like, why Why need to protect his face as if no, it's like this, this I'm thing. not saying protect Because, because yeah. I mean, remember after his funeral? Yeah. After his funeral? I think for years, you saw people with that black ribbon commemorative on thing. The with it, on, on the cars. Yeah, on the, car, on the decals yeah. on cars. Like, some of them even fucking like the whole boot of the car and everything. 
you would see Lee Kuan Yew's face. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of people like complaining about that at uh. that point in time, which to me, to me actually, that, that one had bigger questions about like, But they were individual. Right? Yeah, yeah. You do what you want with exactly. your own car. But, but it's the same as individuals or corporations using the, the likeness of his face for whatever reason. Right? I think I got, I got no issues with uh, companies using the likeness, but it, as long as it, the guidelines to me, it is clearly for publicity purpose. Mm-hmm. So then what would be a case that is clearly for publicity purpose that MCCY would say no to? I think there's some sub- subjectivity there. Lah. But it sounds like you can't, for example, uh, produce a Lee Kuan Yew doll and sell that, lah, right? Yeah, because it's commercial. Lah. Yeah, it's commercial. But you get all yeah. free. Uh, then that's why I see MCCY would probably have to like you know uh, look at that. Lah. And and this one sounds like yours did already talk to the government yeah. and everything. Lah. So, okay, well, I mean, no, I, I'm okay with using weird, the face. Why, why is it so weird to use the face? Why is it? Because it's disrespectful. No, I don't. I don't think it's disrespectful. It just feels like this is clearly a commercial product. Like you know, but it's not sold to anyone. It's like you could argue it's like charity almost. You know, you give it to, for free to people. Like it's, you can't even buy the packet by itself. Yeah, I know. Right? You can't even buy the you packet. Can't even buy it. Yeah, it's yeah. just given for free. Nothing else. But like, does it make you feel prouder that uh, like, is it really doing what we, uh, what it sets out to do to commemorate his 100 year birthday anniversary? Whereas you were drinking it, were you thinking of all Lee Kuan Yew's speeches and what he has uh, done yeah, for yeah. Singapore? So, I think like, we, we established the LK100 thing, I yeah. think you can have thoughts about that. Yeah. But now that LK100 is a thing, I'm okay whatever it is, whether than using his name or his likeness and all that, I'm actually okay. So any yeah. company using it, or is it depending no, no, on I mean, the product? With the guidelines and yeah, yeah. the product and, and what is the ultimate thing. Like like you asked me, I would much rather Yo's be giving out these packet drinks with his face on it than someone just plastering a giant LKY100 poster, like, you know, 10, 10 foot tall poster in the middle of the, the expressway that doesn't do anything for for the, the person on the street, like, you know? I would actually prefer the billboard. Why? Uh? Because then, okay, you're, you're so doing what you So you plaster his face on the billboard then, how? Huh? Then I just see the billboard. I'm like, okay, like your 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 uh, uh prerogative to put it on a billboard. Um, it just feels like the drink which goes into people's hands. It's it's too PR for me, like. It's just fucking PR. It's like it's like if I were to stand outside and say the pledge in public, mm. people walk past. They're like, okay, that guy's crazy, like just saying yeah. the pledge. But it's you know my way of showing that I care. And even if it's not seen by anyone, it's fine. But this this drink thing where it's five hundred thousand drinks, it's just something that's very PR about it, like. I mean, it's all PR, right? Whether yeah. it's a big poster or the drink. Yeah. But the drink to me has more utility than a poster okay. out there. No? Let's say if you wanted to, you know, make a, a, a product that is, it's really epitomizes what uh, uh, Lee Kuan Yew did for, for Singapore or yeah. like something that is, like I was thinking a documentary, but a documentary is like, it's a piece of content. So it's not really yeah. the most consumer thing. But it just feels like this, without it, is the same product. Uh-huh, it's just yeah. Lee Kuan Yew's face on it. Yeah. So that's where I feel like, okay, lah, then it's just a... a, a my, my issue is that it's clearly PR. How is this not PR? So how do they pass the guidelines? If yeah. it's something that, I don't know, like, what would be an example? Lah? Like, uh, maybe it's Lee Kuan Yew's favorite ingredient in chili sauce that is made and there's this Lee Kuan Yew edition of chili sauce yeah. kind of thing that does not exist without this element of celebrating it. Then it feels like, okay, you are bringing together what you do. You're bringing together as some aspect of it and making something new. Whereas this mm. one, is like, you already have this chrysanthemum tea, yeah. just put his face on it, and you're like, we're doing our part. But they created a new packet for it, that, and, the green it's, city. It's free for people. Yeah. So to me, it's, uh, I mean, it's still, differentiated from, like, what they sell, in stores and all that. Mm. So, so, I mean, the, the, what, the what I'm not understanding is why, um, maybe, I, I get where you're coming from if you're telling me that you don't like the whole LKY hundred thing. Mm. I can I can I can get with that. I can understand why people uh have disquiet about that. Yeah. In fact, like I would argue in some in some quarters that that um oh you know, some people will say the man didn't want to be he didn't want to become a cult personality, mm. he didn't want to be deified like that. We should respect that. But on the flip side, I would actually say all the more we should defy what he wants, you know? All the more we should stand up for what Singapore is and mm. if if it means that we celebrate LKY because because he means a lot to every other Singaporean, then we should do it, like, you know, re- regardless of what he individually wanted, like, mm. right? His his own wishes and, resp- and and all that. So so that one I think that one we can argue with. And and you and I maybe we don't fall too far 
uh, from the tree with regards yeah, to that. Like, yeah. we are, I think we're on the same yeah. the same argument. But this one, I, I'm like, actually, I'm much more for this Yo's Packet drink than, than for Is it? all these the other billboard. billboards and all this like, and you know, even back then, people putting his face on their cars and decals or that. I mean, like, what, what did that mean? You know, that that to me meant nothing. Like. It wasn't, there was no uh, potential benefit anyone else could derive from it other than than... Like maybe oh yeah oh we are both Lee Kuan Yew lovers that kind of But thing, that's la. the whole thing with social media. Wa. You tell me everything you post has bad benefit to other people. No, it says something about who you are. Wa. Yeah, that's why I mean I don't like the effects of social media a lot la. But yeah. you tell me a chrysanthemum tea that I can give to you and then I have and then we say cheers <laughs> then it <laughs> nourishes both of us. Why not? <laughs> In fact, I have less issue people putting that thing on the car because I'm like you do you man. Uh, uh, you want to post this long post about how much you love this how much you do you. Yeah. I'm not going to say like everything you post must give me value. Uh, There's just something about pairing it with a drink that is only like given for free and all noble. Maybe it's just the cynicism of our PR moves like this. La. But if you don't want, you don't like it then don't drink it. I know <laughs> Why are, you, why are you shitting on something that like, like is actually utility to people? It's like <laughs> it's it's couched in complete PR la. I mean, it's like you know when you hear this mm. this one company that uh is clearly flouting like uh, uh, uh climate change requirements and all, and then yeah. they just have this one PR exercise, and they're like, oh my god, we're so amazing, we love saving the world and all, and this one just reeks of that la. Yeah, so to me, putting a billboard reeks of that. Putting some billboard that reeks of that, like you know. Oh, LKY 100, we're so proud of Singapore. But you know what are you doing for the everyday Singaporean? But why does it matter that everything a company does must be for the everyday Singaporean? Your drinks also is only if you go to MBS, right? I, don't, I can't get a no, free MBS, drink anymore. Gardens, by the, uh, gardens, gardens by, by the way. Which it, is also a free place to go. It's not anymore. put at like void decks or anything where people can just go and take. Right? I know, right? yeah, right. but if you wanted to, you could go in and take it. Mm. And they are distributing it at, you know, I'm guessing they'll be distributing it at big uh, communal events across Singapore. LKY events, months, are probably. Maybe even Deeper Valley and, and Christmas and all that. You'll, you'll start seeing it. Yeah. But to me, it's okay. That's cool. It's, I'd rather yeah. they do that than, I mean, to me, okay, you replace everything that you say about it with the billboard. Then like we start shooting on the billboard. It would be, the billboard is like, there's well, even less utility for the world. <laughs> But that's my point. Like, why that everything a company does doesn't have to have utility for everyone. Correct. I right. think for me the biggest thing is like when the guideline says it should not be used by private organizations for commercial or publicity purposes. This one feels like, uh, and not to suggest any kind of official endorsement of products or services. Yeah, it just feels like it's a bit too grave for me, la. Okay, okay. So, so I think then your bigger issue is just with like yeah, the if fact that it can be used as PR by by commercial entities, la. Yeah, because if they yeah. say no private organization for commercial and then they remove the publicity purposes, then I'm like, okay, la. That's why yeah. I feel like, eh, how did this get passed? Yeah, yeah. Then, then I think okay, la. Then, then it, it, it sort of overlaps with that. What is this whole LKY hundred thing? Like, oh yeah, 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 la, la, maybe, la, so, maybe. Yeah, yeah, but but, then, but to me, I, 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 when I give my shout out to yours, is like I'm giving out like my no. my shout out was like genuinely like okay, at least it's a nice gesture. I disagree people. with your shout out. I do an unshout out to yours. You unshout out, <laughs> but then there's no there's no uh what's there there's no one is doing it, but in in the argument, yeah, no company will be doing it properly for for PR because every one of them is doing it for PR purposes, alright. But which other companies is using his his face that blatantly in a consumer good that is given out like on mass like that? I don't know yet. Yeah. All I've seen is those big billboards, you know. Yeah. Which I think, uh, to me, is is even more, uh, is more distasteful uh, than than just using his likeness. To me, that's similar to a Facebook post. Uh. Like people post Facebook, I don't give a shit what you yeah. post. Uh, where's the drink thing? Maybe. But the drink thing has been has an yeah. actual benefit for you. I think I think the fixation on uh, um the on PR it, thing because it's a drink. Because uh, it's a drink. Like it, it doesn't. Let's say if it was on an easy link card. Ah, uh, okay then. Would that be a, would that be a bigger issue? Because okay. maybe it's less, maybe it's less of an issue because also yours is clearly a commercial company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily, you know, I mean, of course, privatization of SMRT and all that. Yeah. But let's say it's on your what's the government uh government thing? On your dollar note, you put the face on dollar note. I mean, they already the coins, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That one, I got less issue. Not coins, are dollar notes, are like you so be shout there. Uh, yeah, so so I mean, we have used people's likeness and faces, yeah, on uh, you know things before that we don't even know what money can be used for. A lot of things, money can be used by money launderers to go and buy Lamborghinis. Money can be used, so we can't control how money is used, but is the likeness of the person is there as a form of respect or so? Yeah. So, but money so in some way is like is like is like a a a. a 
uh, 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 is a thing that is part of society, lah. You know, uh, whereas the Yo's packet drink just drink, like, uh, it's too commercial already. It's a drink. It's, it's something too commercial. Quench your thirst. <laughs> no, it's no, so too I, commercial. I think I can't. I can't tell what your argument is between like why the billboards would be okay and the packet drink not okay. You see, that's why I'm like, why? Why the? Is it just you know contrarian? No, no, contrarian, no, la, right? no. Like, I don't see you arguing about yeah la, like the the billboards and all that. And then uh, is it, if it's about a face, then you know then we shouldn't have things like the you know like UK wouldn't have things like the Queen's face on the stamps and th- things like that la, right? Because that's using someone's likeness for well, I mean commercial purposes in some ways, uh, public, yeah. a public good and all. I don't know something about the 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 drink and the consumer good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's too. Like, uh, yeah, I, I think the crux of it is that it's clearly a commercial company doing it for yeah. PR purposes. Whereas the stamp still feels like, okay, this is part of it's the... It's public good, la, yeah. It's a yeah. public good. Same la. for cash. Or so yeah, so say, maybe yeah. it's something there. So I, I know, like, uh, uh, like it's not coming out clearly. And I was thinking, why the fuck can I explain it clearly? But deep down in my bones, right? Yeah, yeah. Now the thing is, like, I've totally uh, removed any possibility of me being able to drink the Yo's thing in public. <laughs> yeah. If I do receive it, <laughs> and just so happened as a Yalabal listener... I cannot. I cannot. Yeah, cannot. I have you to openly it. chastise it and shit on it and yeah. not drink it. Yeah, Even yeah. if I'm sweating my balls off and I'm totally dehydrated, I cannot yeah. drink it. Yeah. But what would that, that, that question about how people would be inappropriately, you know, disposing oh, of that? Oh, that one was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a damn stupid question. Uh. No, I thought the question, in fact, was was uh, uh, good in the sense that I found the response, that, that whole interaction, yeah, maybe the question and the response was just like weird. Yeah. yeah. And, and it was Poli San herself who asked, right? Yeah. Uh, something about how can we ensure that it's disposed of with respect? Yeah. yeah. Right? And what, what was Elvin Tan's response? No, I mean that he reminds people to dispose of it. Respectfully? Uh, <laughs> no, I, is it just appropriately? Appropriately. Right? Yeah. Just, I think what he wanted essentially was just saying, just throw it in a dustbin, lah. don't litter on the floor, don't <laughs> step on it, don't burn it, lah, you know? <laughs> like any other thing that you, you want to throw away, right? Yeah. I, I just found it hilarious because it's not like, it's not like when, when you know, when, when uh, like I was saying, like, it's not like when the UK issues, you know, stamps no, yeah. with the king, you know, they ask you, please lick it respectfully, you know? <laughs> Everyone's going to be licking uh, the, your queen or your king's the face. The back of the queen. Yeah, level, yeah. Please lick it respectfully. No, lah, nobody does. You just, you put it out there, you just deal with it. Lah. So yeah. I, I just felt like that whole exchange was completely unnecessary. And then I think a lot of social media was like, what? This is what we're debating parliament. Yeah, what the right. hell? <laughs> yeah. Which I so, also agree with. Lah. Yeah. So it was so funny. Like that question when she said, uh, I'm like, I mean the question, like um, I just found this whole thing very, very funny. Lah. To me, uh, like uh, it shouldn't have been approved by MCCY. Okay. So anything uh, that comes to it, it's just like comedy. Lah. Yeah, yeah. So so uh-huh. in your, in the perfect world for you, no corporation would have like anything <sighs> to say or sponsor or do anything la, about this. The perfect hmm. world. Wow, oh, perfect world. La. Yeah. I think perfect world, maybe they should have to pay a fee that goes to a, a fund that is donated to some cause. Mm-hmm. Like every time you use like Lee space, you have to pay like a licensing a fee. Tax, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, then because of a very commercial arrangement already, la, right? Correct, but then you, the funds are raised for like, I don't know, yeah. some the ST pocket fund or some sort of fund yeah. that goes towards, I don't know, GST rebates or something mm. like that. But kind of dangerous. Imagine if like FTX was still around and uh. they were like, you know, buying LKY 100, everything. But then they, if the if the funds, they, of course, you, then you can become a thing like, uh, you, you make sure that the money is not just on paper only, right? Mm. So then it becomes, okay, then you are combining what the companies want to do with an actual benefit that really helps Singapore in general. Probably like some kind of like, yeah, uh, LKY 100 fund or something. Yeah, like exactly. Is LKY there LKY 100 fund? Don't know, man. But that sounds like, yeah, like at least something that, that everyone can then get yours, behind. You la. can make how many packets you want also. Yeah, yeah, oh wait, there's a Lee Kuan Yew Centennial Fund launched. Oh, okay, okay. To, and what does it do? Uh, to support about 2,000 students annually through scholarships and programs. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So who knows? Maybe... Yours are... Yeah, maybe those are the discussions that, you know, in partnership uh, with these Charlie Yo's, like, is the biggest contributor. Then I'm yeah, like, okay, Yo's, uh, I drink, take back drink, my unshout out. You'll uh, drink one whole carton right now. <laughs> <laughs> Five yeah. groups, yeah. But, but yeah, so so then the likeness, because even then the likeness, who, who owns it? His estate or what? Like, I think it's like, 
public. public. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess maybe as a politician, there's something there, lah. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, lah. You know that the, the crazy thing is that yeah, lah. Lee Kuan Yew himself has said, "Please don't yeah. do this kind of thing. Like, do please don't make me the center of attention after yeah. I die and all that. Don't create a cult of personality around me." Because I think now, he saw that in the, in his days, lah. Right, as a leader, he saw that happening in other countries and dictators coming forward and and you know basically making themselves out like gods uh, right? yeah um but yeah you know this is uh, yeah. unfortunately he doesn't 500,000 US packets <laughs> 500,000 US packets quenching the thirst of 500,000 Singaporeans on hot 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 uh, yeah uh, yeah <laughs> please someone dig Crazy. up like how much Yo has donated to the Centennial Fund so that Harish will end up having to yeah okay if they donate uh, a lot I will drink a shit ton like, I will just drink like, the, like however packets I need to drink yeah 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 for every like 100,000 dollars you will drink like I don't know, one packet now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. But, but yeah. Cool. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Let's know what you think about this LKW 100 uh, Euros packet drink. Yeah. And uh, well, what is your one show comment aside from all this? Huh? My one show comment um, was, uh, I mean, in some way, like, uh, mm. like, I mean, what I mentioned just now, that one post... Wait, huh? wait, okay, wait, let, let, let me pull it up. Hang on. You got yours? Um, I think uh, the, it's quite interesting that um, our last discussion on episode 444 about the government monitoring business profiteering, uh, I think a couple of interesting posts on our subreddit mm. uh, by accidental jurist and mm, internet mm, lurker. Mm. Uh, yeah, just talking about the... It's a very nuanced uh, discussion, uh, right? About about um, needs and wants and, and businesses, how much businesses, how much support businesses need uh, from the government and how rising costs, you know, how are they, uh, how the cost uh, split between the consumer and, and the business and things like that. Uh. So, so I think uh, they everyone has listed some very interesting uh, links to read and about the theory about how to think about some of these things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's worth checking out. Yeah, so shout out to Accidental Jurist and Internet Lurker 96. I see, okay, okay. Yeah. Mine mine was something that we mentioned at the start of the podcast about the, the contact for Yalabad. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, uh, someone uh, Google contact at Ministry of Funny uh, while missing out the I. La. Mm. And the first thing that came up was the contact us at IMH. Okay. Uh, and I mean, it just made me think like... Uh, you know, like, we, we something we have debated in the past, right? Uh, whether we need a website, mm-hmm. whether Yalabad should be more Googleable. I mean, we own the domain names for yeah. both ministryoffunny.com, yalabad.com, onesuktink.com, um, and, yeah, we just haven't used it yet. Mm-hmm. Which brings back the question always, like, hmm, should we at some point? Uh, but, yeah, it's just, just something. Because I don't know how many people are actually searching for us on Google. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, we don't know. But but yeah, just just made me think la. Yeah, LKY hundred landing page. Yeah, but LKY slash LKY hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, that was my one shot comment. Yeah, and your one shot thing. Ah, uh, my one shot thing. Uh, so I saw this thing being posted online. Uh, mm. like there's this recent HBO uh show called Winning Time with the LA Lakers or something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I'm and uh, I mean, I saw this one thing on TikTok and then I uh, looked this guy out. There's this guy, John Frank Like, who okay. did some of the videography for uh the scenes in the documentary. La, okay. Which shows like on the court movement around the players playing and very cinematically shot. So how he does it, right, is he's actually on rollerblades. Oh, because I he see. was a professional rollerblader and uh, skateboarder, okay. and then he went to film school. Oh, I so see. he's got this very unique skill of like being able to glide on the court while using like a hundred thousand dollar camera uh-huh. uh, and creating the scenes. Line. And and on his YouTube channel, I mean, he only has eight hundred and eighty nine subscribers. Mm. But you look at the clips; it's fucking great, man. Like uh, it mm. shows how fluid uh, it is, and makes me want to watch the show. Because you see, he's literally roller skating on the thing, going up on ramps to catch the footage as the guy dunks on the court. Yeah. And it looks epic, man. It's a it's a drama. I mean, it's a... It's a f- fictionalized drama or fictionalized something? Fictionalized drama. Yeah. Oh, Win- see, winning time with... uh, Yeah, uh, winning time, I think. Oh, got That's it. That's the thing. So yeah, you look at the footage, it's pretty dope, man. But it's based on a true story, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's based on uh, a true the story. The and all. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so the way he shoots it, 
You can he has, he has some B, BTS clips on his profile on YouTube also, and it's pretty cool. Uh. Oh, I see. Uh, I see. Yeah. Rollerblade cool. camera operator. Okay, cool. cool. And what about your one shot thing? Uh, my one shot thing actually kind of uh, related to sports or so. It's just a recent match between uh, Tottenham and Liverpool mm. where there was a big um, question about the use of uh, video assisted refereeing. Yeah. Uh, basically, there was a long story short, there was a controversy where there was a goal, but the goal was disallowed uh, by the referees on the pitch. And then by the right, they're supposed to go to the video assistant referees and then the video assistant referees are supposed to tell them whether it's the decision was correct. Mm. And the VAR referees, uh, actually, they thought the goal was allowed. So they were like, they, all they just said was, oh, check complete, you know. And and that was the correct answer la, that, that the goal is stands. La. But because actually the referees on the pitch had actually disallowed the goal thinking it was offside, so by the VAR referees saying check complete, it actually, uh, there was the what, what's the what's the scientific term uh, like the the false negative like, is mm. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So ends up then after that they they restarted the match, uh, thinking that yeah there was the 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 on the pitch they restarted the match thinking that there was no goal, but actually in the VAR office they were like, oh shit, you know we got it wrong, we got it wrong. And so this whole thing has been quite a big controversy because uh, a lot of football fans don't like VAR. And uh, VAR has led to quite a big changes in the game in recent times, like starting from the World Cup where extra time was like 10, a lot of extra time mm. in, the, in the matches were 10 minutes long. Uh, but it's it's quite interesting because now like they've actually, uh, not only like they've come out and admitted the error, but they've also released the audio of what the officials in the VAR office were saying while the whole thing was going on. And it's quite it's quite interesting because I think it's the first time you're really hearing what how they, they talk and everything. And like basically this was like, oh fuck kind yeah. of moment. <laughs> Between all the officials and they're like, Oh fuck, what can we do? What can we do? Like, oh no, they restarted the match, there's nothing you can delay, do. Delay, 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 delay now, delay now, they restarted nothing. So it's quite interesting just to hear for the first time how these officials actually talk talk amongst each other and, and how the VAR works and all but and uh, yeah, I am just taking keeping keeping watch on this because it's it's still a developing story. Because it was a monumental yeah. game also, right? Very, very big game that would... I mean, you, you could argue it's just one game, but at the same time, nowadays, the Premier League is decided by, you know, like, uh, by one or two points yeah, a lot yeah. of times, the championship. So, yeah, Liverpool would have gone top of the table if they had won this game. La, and they were they were already, like, one man down. They had one person sent off by this point when they scored, supposedly scored this goal. La, yeah. And you would have made it 2-0, right? One nil, I think. Still one nil. It was it was gonna hit, yeah. Oh, one nil. Okay, yeah, see, yeah, see, yeah. See. which would have made a huge impact on the game. And yeah, so it's just um, technology being you know uh, integrated into games, but then human error again causing uh, the technology to to be redundant. Yeah. Mm, but so it was a quite interesting discussion. Yeah, quite interesting. But you also made it a point that you hinted that one your one shock thing might be a certain sport you watched at the Asian Games. Okay, okay, we can talk about it because I know you're, you're eager to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was exposed to Kabaddi ah. for the first time watching this ah. Asian Games. Yeah, yeah. And, and, so, and what, what, what did you watch? What, what does it entail, Terence? Uh, actually, uh, maybe you can explain Kabaddi better. What is, what Why is do you think I know what Kabaddi is? I think it's Kabaddi. You're familiar. You're it's familiar. not Kabaddi. Then what is it? It's Kabaddi. Oh, okay, okay. Because I think of the buddy buddy thing. Uh, like, <laughs> Like car buddy, is it? <laughs> yeah, no, it's just buddies. Like, la, Terrence. like the contestants is from what I understand. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I, okay, I'm not an expert on Kabaddi. Yeah, yeah, but correct me, you know it better than I do, la, that's for sure. Right? What? Uh because you've talked about it before. I, oh, I, okay, I, I, okay. Like, it's two groups of two teams of seven people each. Yeah, uh. uh it's basically like tag or police and thief or whatever you call it, but they have to stay on a, each side of a court and then one person from each team goes to the other side and tries to tag someone. Uh, of the opponent and then return to your your half of the court la. Yeah. And that's how you score points are. The more people you tag and then you return to your side of the court, the more points you score la. Yeah. Um. But certain certain strange parameters are put around. Like I think uh, of the seven people, like everyone has to be holding someone's hand at the at the same time la, Right. He, like you have to mm. at least be holding one other person's hand la, at the same time. Mm. If I'm not wrong. Yeah. And so, so it creates a kind of like, um, you know, what's the, I don't know what's the game, chicken, where, where you know, the, the mother chicken is trying to defend the, the chickens behind her from a wolf, like, trying to tag the, tag the chickens behind her. Like. Yeah. Right, I right, mean, right. I don't know whether you need to be holding hands 
Uh, but they were holding hands when I was watching. They were holding that, hands. Yeah. Uh, maybe to pull the person back. Like, because you want to go into the opposition. Ta- touch no, no, no. Not to pull the person back. This is the defense. The, the, the side that's defending against being being tagged. Oh, so they're all holding hands. They're holding hands, yeah. I see. Yeah. I mean, the more interesting thing for me was that uh, the name Kabadi, oh, okay. uh, I mean, like it needs to be a 30-second time limit where yes, they yes. have the, to go in. And one thing that they need to do is that the raider, who is the person going into the opposition thing, must loudly chant Kabadi. Yeah. But to, that, that wasn't in the Asian games. One, no? Oh, it wasn't in the Asian games. It was just quiet, yeah. Oh, it's just quiet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe you are reading like a village version of the... It's of the, the standard style, la, dude. <laughs> it's the standard style. But uh, yeah, la, like, first of all, I'm not an expert on Kabaddi. Okay. Uh, I've always thought it's an interesting sport. Uh, and yesterday we were talking about how it came about. La. Uh, so uh. basically, for general knowledge, it was... Uh, it is uh, common among the Arya tribal people who lived in the Mulai geographical region of ancient Tamil Nadu. Mm, mm. Uh, it is a national sport of Bangladesh yep. and it is a state game of a number of Indian states. Uh, okay. So, I mean, it's uh, it's popular in the Indian subcontinent but there are a lot of teams that compete. Yeah. 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 And now in the Asian games, it is competing. I wonder if Singapore is a team. Man. That's that's what I'm, I'm interested to know. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Singapore, Kabaddi. Because it, it does look like a fun game like if you had a bunch of friends and, and, and you know, a very small confined space. It's a, it's a fun game to play. Like. So there's a Kabaddi Association in Central Singapore. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, interesting. Like, mm. uh, yeah, interesting sport. Yeah. You know, have you ever played it yourself before? No, Never. I haven't. I don't think so. Uh, neither have I. Never experienced it. So it was quite we interesting. We do a Yalabad meet and greet. Uh. <laughs> With Kabaddi. Kabaddi, yeah, correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe one day. Yeah. Yeah, I think we do. Oh, we don't know whether we have the Asian games. Uh yeah, but but there is a team mm, and mm. yeah, it's a it's a it's a sport, man. Yeah. Interesting. Cool, man. Well yeah, so that was our three one shot things this time around. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Three one shot awesome. things. Uh yeah. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And remember if you enjoyed this, follow us, subscribe us, give us a subscribe to us, give us a rating. Hit us up at contact and ministry of if you want to work with us in any way. Mm. And we'll talk to you all soon. Yeah. And subreddit also, subreddit. Subreddit also yes, and yes. subreddit also. Okay, cool. Peace.